Welcome to Zichud Daf Simanim Rebbe Avram Goldar and today we're going to discuss Daf Yud Beis, the first parak Ma'emasai. So the feed-ups are going to focus on number one. Shmuel said, "Kotanish will kibo lavamod yom lav shmei tainus." Any fast where one did not accept upon himself to fast while it's still daytime before the fast, it's not called a fast. The Gemara asks, "What is considered if one does fast without accepting the fast the previous day?" Rabbi Barashiva said, He's like a bellows filled with air. Rashi explains that he's filled himself up with air from not eating for no purpose. Gemara asked when one should do the formal acceptance of a fast. Rav said at Mincha time. Shmuel said, during the tefillah of Mincha. Rashi explains that Shmuel holds that one should accept the fast after the additional tachanunim are said at the end of the Shemun Esrei, when it's closer to the time that he'll begin fasting. He says the person declares, Tomorrow I'll be fasting. Point him to Rav Yudah said in the name of Rav. A person who accepted upon himself to fast may borrow the fast and eat that day and then repay his chiv to fast on another day. When Shmuel heard this ruling from Yehuda, he asked rhetorically, Did this person accept upon himself a nether that he requires to fulfill it at some point? The person only accepted to afflict himself through fasting on that day. If he cannot on that day, he doesn't have to do it another day. Another version of this exchange is that Shmuel remarked that it's obvious that one can repay a fast on another day, as his acceptance of the fast is only a netter which can be fulfilled on another day. And pointing with you, the next mission teaches that if no rain fell after the first three public fasts passed, then based on this goes to three additional tenesim in which they may not eat and drink once it gets dark, and it's prohibited to engage in work, wash oneself, anoint, wear shoes, and have marital relations. The bathhouses are also locked. The grass, what is done on the day of the fast? Abai answered, from morning until midday, ma'ayin b'mili damas, we examine the town's conduct. During the third quarter of the day, karim b'sifra v'atarta, we read from the Torah and haftar. From there on, from the final quarter of the day, be'in and rachame, we beg for Hashem's mercy. As it says in the passage of Yakuma Amdam, yikru b'sifra Torah Hashem Elohim, Revius Hayom, and they rose in their place as they read from the Sefer Torah of Hashem, their God, one quarter of the day. Revius Mesvadim Mishtachim Hashem Elohim. And one quarter of the day, they said, Vidui, and prostrate themselves to Hashem, their God. So once again, the three points are, number one, Shmuel said, Any fast where one did not accept upon himself to fast while it's still daytime, before the fast, is not called a fast. Gemara asks, what is it considered if one does fast without accepting the fast, the previous day, Rabbi Roshua said, He's like a bellows filled with air. Rush explains that he's filled himself up with air for not eating for no purpose. The Gemara asked when one should do the formal acceptance of a fast. Rav said at Mincha time, Shmuel said during the tefillah of Mincha. Rush explains that Shmuel holds that one should accept the fast after the additional Tachanumim are said at the end of Shemona Esrei, when it's close to the time that it'll begin fasting. He says that the person declares, Harini tomorrow I will be fasting. Point number two, Rav Yudah said in the name of Rav, Lova Adam Tanisa Upare, a person who accepted upon himself to fast may borrow the fast and eat that day and then repay his chiv to fast on another day. When Shmuel heard this ruling from Rav Yehuda, he asked rhetorically, Did this person accept upon himself a nadr that requires him to fulfill it at some point? This person only accepted to afflict himself through fasting on that day. If he can on that day, he doesn't have to do it another day. Another version of this exchange is that Shmuel remarked that it's obvious that one can repay a fast on another day, as his acceptance of the fast is only a netter, which can be fulfilled on another day. And pointing with you, the next mission teaches that if no rain fell after the first three public fasts, then based on this goes to three additional tenets, in which they may not eat and drink, once it gets dark, and it's prohibited to engage in work, wash oneself, anoint, wear shoes, and have marital relations. The bathhouses are also locked. The Gemara asks, what is done on the day of the Tainus? So by answer, from morning until midday, we examine the town's conduct. 
During the third quarter of the day, Karim Besifra Vaftarta, we read from the Torah and the Haftorah. From there on, from the final quarter of the day, being in Rachamay, we beg for Hashem's mercy. As it's saying in the Pasib, Yakumo Amdam Yikru Besifra Torah Hashem, Elohem Revias Hayom. And they arose in their place and they read from the Sefer Torah of Hashem, their God, one quarter of the day. And one quarter of the day, they said vidui and prostrated themselves to Hashem, their God. All right, so now we got our Simmer Dab base, and our standard Simmer is 12 brothers. 12 brothers. So here goes. The six brothers who realized they fasted for nothing when they forgot to be Makabal the Tainus the day before at Mincha, while their other six brothers decided to eat on the fast day and repay later, joined the community in examining the town's deeds the morning of the public fast. Once again, it's a motion. The six brothers, six brothers of 12, that must move around up Yud base, 12 brothers. The six brothers who realized they fasted for nothing when they forgot to be called the Tainus the day before at Mincha, which reminds us any Tainus where one did not accept upon himself to fast while it's still daytime before the fast is not called a Tainus. He's like a bellows filled with air. Plus, we have a Malchus, Rav and Shmuel, regarding when one is Makabo upon himself. The Tainus, Rav said, at Mincha time, where Shmuel holds during the Tefillah of Mincha. So, the six brothers who realized they fasted for nothing when they forgot to be Makabo the Tainus the day before at Mincha, while their other six brothers decided to eat on the fast day and repay it later, which reminds us, the Rebuda said in the name of Rav, Loba Adam Taneso Uparea, a person who accepted upon himself to fast may borrow the fast and eat that day and then repay his chiyav to fast on another day. We have two different versions of how Shmuel reacted when he heard this din. So the six brothers who realized they fasted for nothing when they forgot to be makabal the Tainus the day before at Mincha, while their other six brothers decided to eat on the fast day and repay it later, joined the community in examining the town's deeds the morning of the public fast. Which reminds us, the Morris, what is done on the day of the fast? Abai answered, from morning until midday, we examine the town's conduct. During the third quarter of the day, we read from the Torah and the Haftarah, and from there on, from the final quarter of the day, we beg for Hashem's mercy. So once again, the six brothers who realized they fasted for nothing when they forgot to be makabal the Tainus the day before at Mincha, while their other six brothers decided to eat on the fast day and repay it later, joined the community in examining the town's deeds the morning of the public fast. All right, now it's time for a four-blot Bachazara. Dav Ches. So the Simmer Dav Ches is Chala. So here goes. The Bachar eating a raisin Chala. Chala. That must mean we're in Dav Ches. The Bachar eating a raisin Chala as he struggled to learn from a Gemara made of iron, which reminds us, Reish Lakish said, If you see a Talmud is learning is as hard as iron, it's because his understanding of Mishnah is not well organized. As Rashi explains, he has a hard time understanding the Gemara because he's disorganized and doesn't remember the Mishnah well, which should be mastered first before learning the Gemara. Reish Lakish would review his Mishnah 40 times, corresponding to the 40 days the Torah was given to Moshe Benu, and only then would he go before Biyokan to learn Gemara. Ravada Bar Abba would review his Mishnah 20 four times. So the Bachi eating a raisin challah, as he struggled to learn from a Gemara made of iron, was almost bitten by a snake who would have gotten no pleasure, which reminds us, Lasiglavo, in the future, all the animals will gather and come to the Nachash and say to it that a lion mauls its prey and eats it, a wolf tears its part and eats it, but you, what gain do you get? Rush explains that the Nachash bites people and kills them, but gets no benefit from it. So the Nachash answered, The master of speech has no gain. Rush explains that the Nachash responds that the people who speak Lashon Hora as well get no benefit. So the Bachi eating a raisin challah as he struggled to learn from a Gemara made of iron was almost bitten by a snake who would have gotten no pleasure when it suddenly fell through a hole in the floor to a storage area below where the grain had not been counted. Which reminds us, Rabbi Yitzhak taught, Eina bracha matzui el bedavra samuim in the iron bracha is not found except in an object 
that is hidden summary from the eye, which Rashi explains is something that has not been counted. As the Pasuk states, Yitzhav Hashem itcha is a bracha ba'asamecha. Hashem will command the bracha in your storage towers. The word asamecha is like the word summary, which means hidden. A person can say a bracha before he counts his grain, but after he counts his grain, his bracha is considered a tefillah shav, a prayer in vain. Daftes, so the similar Daftes is a teapot. So here goes. The generous tea hostess, tea, that must be more in Daftes, teapot. The generous tea hostess who became fabulously rich from giving meiser, which reminds us that Rabbi Yochanan taught Reish Lakish's son that the Pasuk Aser Taser is coming to teach Aser Bishvil Shittiz Asher, give meiser so that you become wealthy, and that even though in general one should not test the Kodesh Baruch Hu, one can test the Kodesh Baruch Hu when it comes to giving meiser. So the generous tea hostess became fabulously rich from giving meiser and served tea from a priceless three-piece tea set with pictures of the bear Miriam, Ananiya Kavut, and Mun engraved on them, which reminds us of the rice that taught that Shoshim Parnasim Tovim Amdu Yisrael. Three great leaders arose for Yisrael, Moshe, Aaron, and Miriam. The Gimel Matanos Tovos Nitnu Al Yadam, and three good gifts were given to Kali Yisrael because of them. The bear, the Ananiya Kavut, and the Mun, the well, the clouds of glory, and the Mun. The well was in the schus of Miriam, the clouds were in the schus of Aaron, and the man was in the schus of Moshe. When Miriam and Aaron died, the bear and Anayakavod went away, but then came back in the schus of Moshe. Even though it was taught that prosperity does not come in the schus of a single individual, Moshe Rabbeinu was different since he dove it on behalf of the rabbin. He was considered as if he is the rabbin. So the generous tea hostess became fabulously rich from giving meiser and served tea from a priceless three-piece tea set with pictures of the bear Miriam, Anayakavod, and man engraved on them was glad to see that it was raining only on her tea plants that needed rain. Which reminds us that we went from a pasuk that Kodesh Baruch Hu will give rain on behalf of an individual, even for a single field, even for a certain part of the field that needs rain. Thakmore brings the example of Daniel Barkitino who had a garden. Every day he would inspect it and say, this road needs water, this road doesn't need water, and it would rain only in the places that needed water. Daf Yud. So the similar Daf Yud is a minion of Yidin. So here goes. The minion of Yidin. Minion of Yidin. That must be more on Daf Yud. The minion of Yidin in Eretz Yisrael that were rained on first, before the rain spread to the rest of the world, which reminds us. The more brings a number of statements about the unique status of Eretz Yisrael. Eretz Yisrael was created first, and the rest of the world was created afterwards. The Kodesh Baruch who waters Eretz Yisrael himself, whereas the rest of the world is watered through a shaliach, and Eretz Yisrael drinks from rainwater, which is whole bracha, and the rest of the world drinks from the leftover water. In the clouds, Rashi says that he heard the rain falls first in Eretz Yisrael. So the minion of Yidin and Eretz Yisrael that were rained on first, before the rain spread to the rest of the world, included two Talmidim among the eight Yechidim, which reminds us that the second mission of the Daf states that if the seventh Marchevshin comes and rain is not fallen, Yechidim begin to fast three fasts. It was taught in a Brisa, Al Yomra Adam Talmidani, Enirulilos Yachid. A person shouldn't say that he's only a Talmud, he's not fit to be considered a Yachid, to be grouped with those that fast for rain before the community begins their sets of fast. Rather, all the Talmud of the Chomir are considered Yachidim or Chayim to fast. A Yachid is anyone who's fit to be appointed a leader of the community who can answer a broad range of Shilas, whereas a Talmud is anyone who can answer Shilas in what he's currently learning, even if it's only Masechah's call, which is an easier Masechah. So the minion of Yidin in Eretz Yisrael that were rain on first, before the rain spread to the rest of the world, included two Talmud among the eight Yachidim. Because the two other Yechidim got lost in the way while analyzing a sugya, which reminds us. The Gemara notes a contradiction. Yosef told his brothers before they returned to Yaakov, do not become disturbed on the way. Rabbi Lezer said that Yosef was saying, don't get involved in a Devar Halacha during the trip, lest you fall out on the way, which Rashi explains means that they might get distracted and get lost. Rabbi Eli Barberechia said, we're traveling on the way, and words of Torah not spoken between them are fitting to be burned. But the Pasuk teaches regarding Eliyahu and Elisha that they were not burned by a fiery chariot because they were discussing Torah. Gemara answers, 
Rabbi Elai was referring to reviewing one's learning by rote. One can do that while traveling since it doesn't demand a lot of focus. Rabbi Elai was referring to analyzing Torah. Since people become absorbed in the discussion, it's easier when they get preoccupied and become lost. Daf Yadolf, so the similar Daf Yadolf is 11 stars, like in Yosef's dream. So here goes. The man wearing the robe covered in stars. Stars? That must be more in Daf Yadolf. The man wearing the robe covered in stars who sat on a rock with his hands lifted in the air, which reminds us that was taught in the Bryce when Christ was going through suffering and one separates himself from the community. The two Malachi Ashar said, escorted a person come and place their hands on his head and say, Ponizeh should perish at Sibor, this pony that separated himself from the Sibor, Ayyar ben Nechamah Sibor, should not see the consolation of the Sibor when they're safe from the affliction. Rather, a person should feel the pain together with the Sibor, like Moshe Benu did during the war with Amalek when he sat on a stone as Ben Israel fought. So, the man wearing the robe covered in stars, who sat on a rock with his hands lifted in the air, felt the pain of the person in front of him, signing each page of his diary, which reminds us, when a person departs from this world, all his deeds make him sign on what he did, and when judgment comes, he endorses the din. So, the man wearing the robe covered in stars, who sat on a rock with his hands lifted in the air, felt the pain of the person in front of him, signing each page of his diary, including the day when he never even completed his partial fast. Which reminds us, Rabbi Zer said in the name of Huna, if one continued his fast from the day into the next night, he does not dub in the tefillah of Anenu. Abai said that Rav Huna holds that we do fast for hours and it does require Anenu. But in this case, since a person did not accept upon himself to fast the day before, it's not chashim enough to require including Anenu in the tefillahs. All right, that concludes today's shir. This is Rabbi Ram Golden Zichur wishing you a great day and great learning.